This is Wits from American Public Media. I'm John Moe. On this week's program, you can expect comedy, conversation, songs, and surprises. Whoa, hold on. I can't let that one stand, John. I mean, how can they expect surprises? Oh, that's uh, comedy superstar Dave Foley. He's on our show. Hi, Dave. I, well, if the audience expects something, it is inherently not a surprise. I mean, are there going to be more logical fallacies going on here? Just that one, I think. Uh, in fact, John, I also find uh, that problematic, particularly the part about the songs. Oh, uh, that's Mike Doty, singer-songwriter. But don't you play songs? Don't you play songs, Mike? That's not quite accurate. Uh, I find the word confining. I prefer sound art or note poems. Wow, that's some intense rock star perspective you got going there. That's how I do. We'll begin right after the news. This is Wits. I'm John Moe. What we are about to do here is bonkers. This whole show thing. Look, I, I think we should still go through with it, but just as long as we know, bonkers. See, hundreds of people paid money for special bits of paper that gave them the right to walk into the Fitzgerald Theater here in St. Paul, and then they all face the stage, and then me and my friends come out onto it and say stuff. Now, analyzing humor, is like dissecting a frog. The frog tends to die in the process, but let's slice open Mr. Crokey and take a look at what's going on. Here's what's gonna happen. People here on stage will say anomalous things, jarring to traditional understanding. A baseball player has the actual name of who? The phrase, take my wife, is not a prelude to a story about the wife, but rather a request to abduct the wife and then depart? A cow walking into a bar? That's impossible. Oh, dissonance. <laughs> now, when that dissonance happens in your brain, you will open your mouth and make nonverbal cacophonous noises. The only consonant you will use is H. Ha, 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 ha. I hope that a lot of you do it loudly and often because somehow this is my job. And the consistency and volume of your nonverbal sounds is one of the indicators that I use to measure my success and by extension my self-worth. Now that's not all, there are other people out here on stage with machines, metal, metal strings on wooden boxes, hollow cylinders that they hit with sticks, pedal steel, which I don't really know how that one works, and they're going to vibrate their vocal cords. These noises will soothe you, they will stimulate you a bit. I'm not sure I understand it. Something happens with brain chemicals? Anyway, it will give you emotional feelings. We'll do all these things, pausing briefly to let the value paper holders go to the lobby and stand around. They may also purchase poisons and pour them into their bodies so they can feel less coherent. Now, toward the end of our time together, you will strike your hands together, open-palmed, with such force that it creates a percussive blast. This will signal either joy or politeness. I want to pause a moment and think about how millions of years of human evolution has led to this improbable result. <laughs> Got it? Okay, let's go on with the show. And what a show, John Munson and the Witnesses are here. From Kids in the Hall, News Radio, and Canada, Dave Foley is with us. And coming up, Singer, songwriter, memoirist, Mike Doty. 
Well, if you don't know who Dave Foley is, learn. Mm. One of the members of the Kids in the Hall, which is one of the funniest, and I'm... Yeah. And I'm gonna say most important sketch comedy groups of all time, star of the TV series News Radio, lead voice... I'm lead voice in A Bug's Life. And of course, he played Agent Rick on the Pound Puppies TV series. <laughs> Dave, welcome to Wits. I forgot about the Pound Puppies. Yeah, sure. Um, you often seem to play characters who are very personable, but then often have a terrible undercurrent of menace or hidden <laughs> secret. Who is that smiley guy with something dangerous going on? Um, I guess I, I guess that undercurrent is uh, well. That's the totality of me. Is the undercurrent part? <laughs> it's the pleasant part that's all put on. Uh, in real life, I'm just an undercurrent of sinister bad thoughts. <laughs> I, I remember like those sketches in, in uh, Kids in the Hall where smiling, directly addressing the camera, and then talking about murder. Yeah, uh, yeah. Something about looking 12 years old allows you to get away with that. <laughs> And I, can, I, can, I looked 12 until I was 40. <laughs> and then on my 40th birthday, I suddenly looked 55. <laughs> You've mastered the secret of time travel. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Is it necessary? I mean, you've d done you know, plenty of ensemble work, plenty of movies and TV. Is it necessary to like the people that you work with? Um, if, uh, I, I'm going to have to say from experience, no. I'd say because... Because the whole, most of the time we didn't like each other at all. We liked each other, we would like each other while we were performing and after performing. But everything leading up to that, we hated each other with a passion you can't begin to imagine. Why? Uh, it was, it was we, we started out in the 80s with, you know, it was like punk rock days. And we thought that was your, your role as an, as an artist was to be the most horrible human being you could possibly be. <laughs> How about, how about news radio? Well, how did the dynamic of news radio uh, compare and contrast with Kids in the Hall? Uh, that was a much more friendly environment. <laughs> in part because, uh, I mean, we, we had, there was more of a, a delineation of roles. I mean, we were actors, and then there was a writing staff, you know, then there were, there were people that apparently ran machines around us. Um, <laughs> and uh, so it was less stressful. And it was definitely a very, it was a fun, actually it was a really fun environment because, uh, Everyone there had horribly dysfunctional family lives. Um, so nobody ever wanted to leave the studio. So we'd all like hang out there <laughs> after the shows. People, like, we'd, people would stay there. We'd do a show and everyone would still be there at six in the morning. After news radio, I kind of waited for the next big Dave Foley TV show to come along and- You're not alone. I... <laughs> what happened? Why didn't it? If Matthew Perry can keep getting shows, why can't you keep getting? Because show business will only sustain one has-been Canadian at a time. Now, Dave, I'm, I'm sure as a Canadian, um, you get asked this question a lot, but uh, fill us in. What is Canada really, really like? Really, 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 John? Well, I want to... Really? No, okay, no, fine. Okay, yeah, let's hear your childish Canadian jokes now. I don't... No, you probably got about a whole stack of them written down there, little Canadian I, jibes and jabs. I've got a couple of them. Yeah, what do you got? You got things like, yeah, oh, did you drive the Zamboni to school? Could you get me a deal on snowshoes? You know, uh, 
When a, when a bear falls in the woods, does it get uh, government-supported medicine? Yeah, that's... Because, yes, it does, John. Does it? Yes, okay. it does. All right. And it's a wonderful thing. It's good to know. I, you know, I, yeah. I, I just I'm have sorry, this... did you want me to say a boot? A boot, a boot? Yeah, a I was, was going to try to kind of trap you into that, right. actually. But, uh, yeah. Dare you wish to learn of real Canada? Have you the courage to look upon the strange land that lies beyond the mile-high wall of ice that stretches across our entire vast border? Really? I have always wondered what's beyond the ice wall. I will go with you. What I am about to reveal has been seen by few mortals south of the wall. Touch the sleeve of my Canadian-made suit coat and close your eyes. I'm touching and I'm closing. Open your eyes, John Moe. Oh, Dave, is that you? You, Why, well, you've become a centaur. Not a centaur, but my true form. Half man, half moose. <laughs> my people call me Manus. Oh. And I sound my manus call to my country creatures. <laughs> but how are you able to keep the world from knowing, Dave? Well, see, it's all in the tailoring of my people. I mean, the clothes are really beautifully... I mean, look at the stitching. Oh, that's nice. But now, gaze upon the wonder that is Canada. This is Canada? Why, it's unspeakably beautiful, and the weather's balmy. Every day is 75 and sunny. <laughs> See how the syrup flows freely from the maple palms? Maple palms? Mmm, this syrup is delicious. This place is, it's a paradise. Time will never touch you here in this enchanted place, as it says in the book of Getty. Getty? You, you mean Getty Lee, lead singer and bassist of prog metal icons Rush? Everybody's older brother's favorite band? Our poet king. Behold, he comes hence. Hail, Lord Getty. And what you say about his company is what you say about society. Catch the mist. Catch the myth. Catch the mystery. Catch the drift of Canada. Wow. Adding Canada at the end really makes those Tom Sawyer lyrics finally make sense. Lord Getty, this man from south of the wall has many questions for you. Speak, southern man of the south. Why is Canada so magical? Ah, to everything there must be balance. Allow me to introduce the white queen of Canada. Her voice is so sweet, it's like having a packet of sugar poured directly into your ear. Near, far, wherever you are, I believe that the heart does go on. Celine Dion? Every full moon she returns to Canada. <laughs> with her glitter of sincerity. I believe everyone loves glitter. 
I am saying that without a trace of irony. Her sweetness and light balances out the other powerful force of Canada. Hello, I'm Leonard Cohen. <laughs> Everything is dark and weird. Glitters shards of a mirror that shattered because it got sad when you looked into it as a child. <laughs> Leonard and Celine's equal and opposite forces harmonize to form the magic that imprisons Canada's greatest enemy. The thing that cannot be named. To name it is to unleash it. Is it like a poutine monster? Damn it, John Moe! Oh. <laughs> Look at what you have wrought. The hideous mass of grease and gravy standing on two enormous french fried legs. I told you, everything is dark and weird. I, I'm sure the poutine monster will listen to reason. It eats Celine Dion! My heart will go on! Foley, return that imbecile south of the wall! I'm hit! The poutine monster pelted me in the head with a bit of bacon! Wait, why bacon? Every poutine recipe is different. <laughs> now let go of my suit coat. Oh. Wow, we're back. We're, we're okay, did that really happen? Yes, and thanks to you, there's about 50 jillion calories worth of poutine monster stomping around Canada. Oh, I'm so sorry, I had no idea. I promise I'll never tell another Canadian joke. It's a boot time. Dave Foley, ladies and gentlemen, with the Wits Players. This is Wits. I'm John Moe. Much more to come after this break. Wits is a show coming at you through your ears. I'm John Moe. It's a busy week in current events. Let's get a news update from our partners at Here Are the News. News. Here are the news action eyewitness time. I'm Jerf Blanson. And I'm Kelvy Hat. Our right away story, a lady in a house is mad. She's saying somebody did something they should not have did. Here is recording. It's the kids on skateboardings that caused the problems. But maybe it's coyotes. I'm a mad lady. We put that on tapes. The policemen, the gun havers, say it may be raccoons, or her walls are broken, or maybe they don't even know what anyone's talking about anyway. 
or society? It's so sad. Third time this week. New economy numbers are here for us to poke at. Some people are building stores, but some other people are late for work on account of they spilled coffee into their eyes. Or maybe they don't have a work to go to at all. Once again, and this has happened many months now, percentages. New report from science says, you can't just run up and hug any dog because it doesn't work that way. That's gonna change all my plans for the weekend. Ha 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 ha. Now is the time for finding out about the sky and what it might do at us. Here's our weathers person, Chelp Drample. Thanks, Kelby. In some of the places, you can have an ice cream cone and it will feel good because hot. There are other places, though, look out, where ice cream would get wet from sky water and maybe hit by lightning and then the ice cream turn into a bird? Jerf? Sports ball time now. Here's our sport man, Flance Picnic. Jerf, our football team played so good against the other team that everyone's head falled off. Don't cry, they were all okay. Also, a golf happened, and everyone's been hit by baseballs. I need a cold towel. Back to you, news force. The president picking contest is just some days away. <laughs> and many people are wondering what's going on. Looking at the Asking People Index, we see 32% of Americas vote for the suit man. 30% prefer smiling fellow. 28% don't know where they put themselves at. And 10% support Ron Paul. Just ahead, Bigfoots, do you think they like Sprite? We sent a lot of reporters into the woods forever to find out. And could a bear teach a dog to smoke? The answer may not surprise you. John Moe, talk to you. Thank you, here are the news. Here are the news, everyone. Support for WITS comes from the tiny European nation of Andorra. Andorra would like to point out that they haven't heard of you either, and hey, why don't you just go to hell? How about that? Support also provided by America's silent killer, old never-talking murdery Steve. <laughs> this is Wits. I'm John Moe here with Dave Foley and Mike Doty. Hello, Mike Doty. Hey, John Moe. How you doing? Good. Now, Mike. Yeah. Mike is a singer, songwriter, uh, former lead singer in the band Soul coughing solo artist for quite a while now wrote a book called the book of drugs where we learned that the band should have been called soul crushing yes yes indeed indeed we tried that <laughs> i've heard people who've read this book say well i i used to love soul coughing but now i feel weird even listening to those songs is that what you wanted no it's just it's the story i mean it, the the truth of the story is bands are marriages and this was an awful abusive nightmare of a marriage and i was so shocked that no one could see it. 
Is it fair to say that you came into music kind of through, through writing and through poetry first and then later picking up the instruments and kind of learning music that No, that not, way? not really at all. I mean, I, I came in as a singer-songwriter. I wanted to be Billy Bragg, and um, I basically met, yeah, right on. And um, I had this poet, <laughs> a, a poetry teacher named Seku Sundiata, who, and I'd always written poetry, but he was the guy that really kind of, you know, set me on fire and really made me all about the, the, the language. And one more question about your book, if you don't mind. Of course. There's a lot of parts in the book where you're out kind of traveling around the world and you videotape inanimate objects, sometimes just sitting there doing, like not moving, but yet you make them into little movies. What's going on with that? And the name, the name of the book is The Book of Drugs. Yes, that's true. And, uh... Again. All right. <laughs> Well, Mike Doty, why don't you favor the audience with some music here, if you could. Let's shout.
John Munson and the witnesses. Support for Wits comes from our ushers who sneak under your seats and steal your wallets. No, they don't. Who said that? <laughs> and from Disney, which for $4 billion was able to acquire Lucasfilms, the Star Wars franchise, and the incredibly intense yet complicated emotions of nerds around the world. <laughs> Support for Wits also comes from Random Penguin House, no, not the new publishing entity formed by the merger of Random House and Penguin, just a house where penguins show up for no reason at all. <laughs> and from Sweaters, the comfy, cozy garment with sweat built right into the name. <laughs> and now, the Wits Game Show, where we take artists that we respect and we pit them against each other in uncomfortable situations for our own amusement. Our game today, Instant Public Service Announcement, or Instant PSA. Public Radio takes its commitment to public service seriously, and here at WITS, we want to be conscious of making a contribution to society. Dave Foley and Mike Doty will be given a series of titles of public service announcements, which they will then convey improvisationally. They have not seen these titles previously. Dave will present a PSA announcement, Mike will present a musical PSA. I will determine the winner of each round generally in an unfair and capricious manner. <laughs> Dave Foley, you're up first. All right. The PSA is, stay away from Bert. Every year, 13.5% of the residents of Newcastle, New Hampshire, run into Bert. <laughs> And every year, this 13.5% find themselves trapped in an unbearably dull conversation. <laughs> Bert, you don't want to talk to that man. <laughs> excellent, excellent. All right. Mike Doty, stay away from Bert. Bert, what's up with that guy? Oh, man, what a jerk. He just keeps talking. I think he's a sociopath. <laughs> impressive, impressive, but I think uh, the, the, the efficacy of the cadence makes me award this to Dave Foley. <laughs> cadence has always been my strong suit. Yeah, you know. Uh, Mike Doty, you'll lead off on this one. Reconsider eels. Eels. They're super slippery. They're very skinny. They're kind of like snakes, but they're not. Hmm. It's strong, but those were most of my initial considerations of eels. <laughs> but let's see how this goes on this end. Dave Foley, reconsider eels. In a time of shrinking resources, when cattle breeding denudes our planet of vital oxygen-giving trees, 
consider the eel a low-fat protein source that's only mostly gross. Mike, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Mike. I gotta give that one to Dave as well. He's, he's up 2-0. Mm. <laughs> uh, all right, Dave, let's see what you can do with this. All right. The importance of kicking. How many millennia ago did we stand upright for the first time? Freeing our hands finally for scratching, tearing, pulling, wrenching. But does this give us any right to neglect our kicking skills? No. Remember, folks, kicking is part of your birthright. You don't use your feet, you might as well lose your feet. You went big on that. Yeah. That wasn't just uh, for exercise or good health. That, that's like the entire scope of human evolution you went after I'm just, there. I'm just saying, you know. Getting cocky up 2-0, I wonder. <laughs> Mike Doty, musical PSA, The Importance of Kicking. Hey, kid. Are you going to punch that guy? No, I'm not. I'm going to kick him. Hey, kid, are you going to piss that guy? No, I'm going to kick him. Are you going to tickle that guy? No, I'm going to kick him. It's very important, the importance of kicking, and I'll bet you anything Dave wins this round again. Mike Doty takes the round. That, that one, uh, that one is pretty clear. Mike Doty takes the round for the importance of kicking. All right, Mike, and you, you lead off this one. I, you know, the leading off is it's a little more challenging. You don't get that time to think about it. <laughs> Here is the public service announcement. This is to you know educate the public about the you know the, the vital issue here for the betterment of all society. The title is: It's your turn to take Wendy to lunch. Hey, Wendy, she's a drag and she eats a lot But I'm not gonna take her to lunch No, I'm not gonna take her to lunch Cause it's your turn and I hope I win this round But I doubt it cause I got super cocky You know, it started strong <laughs> Dave Foley, it's your turn to take Wendy to lunch. Hey. Seriously, your excuses are running really thin. <laughs> I don't even think your mother has cancer. <laughs> I am not eating lunch with that cow one more time. It's your turn. Take Wendy to lunch. Ooh. This is, uh, this is tough, this is tough. Um, let's, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. We can settle this. We can be reasonable. I say leave it to the angry mob. Every, <laughs> most decisions are best made that way. Yeah. Everybody who uh, votes Mike, say Mike. 
Everybody who votes Dave, say Dave. Dave! Dave wins. Dave Foley. Sorry. Dude, I'm, I'm saying. I'm, I'm with it. All right, all right. Uh, Dave, you lead off uh, okay. for our fifth. Uh, this is You May Have Strip Malls. <laughs> all right. You may have strip malls, but you don't have Edmonton strip malls. <laughs> you may think you're shopping environment is bleak and unholy. <laughs> but then you haven't gone shopping in Edmonton. You may want to gouge your eyes out when you stare at the architectural curse and sin that is your strip malls. <laughs> but you'll think you've fallen into heaven when you look at them after visiting Edmonton. Wow. I admit, I kind of want to go to Edmonton right now. Mike Doty, you may have strip malls. Hey, baby. I can see the look on your face, and I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, I don't deserve a strip mall. Well, you're wrong. You can have a strip mall. You may have a strip mall, because you're an American. I don't care what your seventh grade art teacher said. You may have a strip mall. You know, uh, I, 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 that, that one I just can't, I can't do. I, I got to give them to both. I got to give half a point to each of them. All right. But on balance, on balance, I'm afraid, Mike, that uh, Dave Foley is the winner of our game show this evening. You're listening to Wits. I'm John Moe. More coming up. From American Public Media, this is Wits. I'm John Moe. <laughs> Pop song correspondences. A transcript of the staff meeting at the Hotel California after Don Henley's visit. Is everyone, is everyone here now? Uh, okay, everyone. As we all know, we, we recently had a very high-profile guest staying in our hotel, Mr. Don Henley. Great musician. It was very exciting for yeah. us. Yeah, it was. But, but, but well, he wasn't happy 
Was he? In fact, he has released a song all about his visit here to the Hotel California. But it's such a lovely place. Didn't he like our welcome poem? Actually, he used it in his song, but you know what? I, I think he was making fun of us. Welcome to the Hotel California. Such a lovely place. Such a lovely face. Let's talk about the room service. Where is the captain? Uh, here, I'm here. All right, now apparently Mr. Henley ordered a bottle of wine. Yeah, we didn't have the one he wanted, so I told him we ran out of that years ago, and then I hung up the phone real fast, because I mean, screw that guy. Uh, all right, next time, how about we just say, I'm sorry, sir, can I offer you a different bottle of wine? But, but he had pink champagne on ice in his room. Why is he such an alcoholic baby? But we'll restock the wine cellar, and let's let's not do pink champagne anymore. Oh, but it's strawberry flavored, though. It is not strawberry it's flavored. It's so awesome, it's though. Not. And in the master's chambers, they gather for the feast. They stab it with their steely knives, but they just can't kill the beast. Where's the chef? Yeah. I mean. Can you tell me about this feast? Oh, well, yeah. yeah. We take this animal, and uh -huh. then we let it loose. What, well, what, what, what kind of animal is it? Is, it's, is it's a beast, it's a... that's all we know. It's, it's kind of like a cow combined with a mongoose uh -huh. and a wolverine. I, we get them really cheap, and boy, is it angry. Uh -huh. <laughs> anyway, it tries to escape or attack, and then we stab it. With, with, with steely knives? Yeah, steely yeah. knives. Yeah, the thing is, a lot of times it doesn't die. It doesn't. We, just, we wow. stab and stab and stab away. It makes wow. no difference. If anything, it makes the beast more angry. Then, then we all run and hide. <laughs> well, have, have you considered maybe using steelier knives? Yes, yeah. or a less resolute beast. No. You know what? Why don't we just serve meat that's already dead from now on? Okay. As she stood in the doorway, I had the mission bell And I was thinking to myself This could be heaven or it could be hell Then she lit up a candle And she showed me the way There were voices down the corridor I thought I heard them say All right, now where's Tiffany? Hello! You were the first to greet Mr. Henley. And I wanted to make it special. Yeah. So I lit up a candle and uh -huh. showed him to his room. And? I arranged for some guys to wake him up in the middle of the night to welcome him to the hotel again. From now on, give the guests a key and that's all, that's all. Last thing I remember
Okay, front desk. This is a big one. Where, where's, where's the nightman? I am nightman. No, but what is, what is your actual name? Robbie. Robbie. Robbie, what happened when Mr. Henley attempted to check out? I let him. I said, whenever you'd like to check out, that's fine. I printed up a receipt. I said, thank you. Such a lovely face. Did you notice his face? Yeah. That's yeah. Really nice. Nice. Yes. And then I told him uh, he could never leave. I liked him. I wanted to be friends. Uh, you know what, Robbie? I can't stress this enough. You have to let the guests leave. That's, it's really crucial to the whole oh, business model. I can totally understand yeah. that. Yeah, if they don't, you know, then, well, that's all for now, guys. You know, and, and if you get a chance, you guys, we need a new slogan for the hotel. Apparently, uh, this could be heaven, this could be hell. It isn't really drawing people in. I mean, as, as you can, as you can see, there's, there's plenty of room at the Hotel California. Welcome to the Hotel California. Uh, good evening, sir. Are you uh, still waiting on one more? Uh, yeah, blind date, yeah. Oh. Yeah, I hope she hasn't stood me up, you know. Okay. Well, all right. Uh, I'll leave a menu here with you, and uh, good luck. Hi. Are you Dave? Why? why are you, yes, yes. Are, are, are you, is, is it pronounced Pachess or Pache? Patches, actually. Oh, patches. Just Patches. <laughs> Sorry I'm late. Couldn't get out of my car. No, 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 it's, it's fine. I, I really, I just, I just got here. And, uh, okay, here's a menu for you. I'll give you guys a minute. Yeah, you know, Alice told me so many great things about you. Oh, she's so sweet. Yeah, it's funny, it's funny, though. She, she actually did not tell me you were, you know, a, a talking horse. <laughs> Ooh, Okay, is this going to be weird? No, 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 not, no, not at all. No, I'm very open-minded. I mean, I, I read The New Yorker. Mm. Uh, I, 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 just, I just don't meet a lot of people. Pe uh, uh, I don't, uh, uh, <laughs> Hey, how'd you become a talking horse? Anyway. Oh, you don't want to hear that. It's a boring story. Uh, I ate an enchanted apple that was cursed by a soothsayer, yada, yada, yada. Now I'm a talking horse. Oh, so you were a human that got turned into a horse or a horse that got the ability to talk. <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> This place is nice. I've been meaning to come here after work. Oh, where, where, where do you work? I'm a paralegal. Only three days a week. I spend the rest of my time running around the barn, eating carrots. You know, whatever. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, look, here comes our waiter. Oh. Have you guys decided? Yes, yes, uh, I will have the steak. 
I mean, uh, uh, oh, 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 I'm, oh, I'm sorry. Is that, is that all right if I eat meat? Is oh, that... that's fine. I hate cows. <laughs> My ex was a bull. Uh, and for the filly? <gasps> Could you tell me about the special? Sure. We have an Australian lobster tail, slow roasted in its shell over a bed of organic quinoa. Mm. And the soup is a gazpacho topped with pearl onions. Mmm, that all sounds good. But I think... I think I'll have a fistful of hay in a nylon feed bag. Excellent. So, your ex was a cow. Oh, I've done the barnyard scene. Cows, goats, uh -huh. sheep. They were all nice enough, but they weren't real thinkers. Not exactly the kind you can discuss the Da Vinci Code with, you know. God, I loved the Da Vinci Code. Wow, yeah. Am, am, I, am I the first uh, human you've dated? Mm, it gets complicated. Back in the 90s, I dated the bass player for Hootie and the Blowfish. Oh, I'm a huge Hootie fan. Oh, who isn't? Am I right? Exactly. I only, only want to be, be with you. you. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh my gosh, I've completely forgotten to ask about you. Oh, oh What do you do? Oh, well, I'm, I'm a venture capitalist, yeah. Uh, I'm working with a biochemical factory that uh, develops patents. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting work. I mean, right now they're developing a polymer uh, dispersion substance that is based on a polyvinyl acetate. Mm, mm -hmm. science-y. <laughs> um, what does it do? Well, it works as a bonding agent that can adhere to a variety of surfaces. Wait a minute. Are you talking about a glue factory? Ah, uh, uh, yeah, um... <laughs> I, I, techni techni technically, I guess it is a glue factory, yes, but I... But, no, it was no. interesting uh, meeting you, Dave. I have to get up early. No, no, wait, 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 Patch, Patches, wait, please, 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 wait, wait. I, I mean, I know this is just our first date, and I, I know that society, especially my parents, won't approve of me seeing a horse, but... Darn it, if I, if I don't feel a real connection here, and I, and I know you feel it, too, and I, and I would never kill you or turn you into glue. Oh, Dave, I can see you gently brushing my mane as you feed me carrots, palm out. Yes. I, I can see us waking up together in the morning, you lying down, me standing up. Well, I, I would love to talk to you about the Da Vinci Code or any of Dan Brown's other works. Oh, I'd like that. Oh, by the way, you'll have to pay for dinner because I am a horse. Wits lightning round. Short questions, brief answers, knowledge, speed. Here we go. Dave, do you regard bugs differently since your role in a bug's life? Yes, I'm frustrated by their inability to speak. Mike, if someone listening to this is starting a band, what should they name that band? Uh, Jimmy Jump on the Thing with the Clock, yeah! <laughs> Dave, superhero movies are popular. Which superhero would you like to play in a film? Uh, a woman, woman? <laughs> <laughs> She's a superpower woman, woman. 
is her power that she turns into two different women? No, she just she can have a baby. But but she's wow. but but she's not planning on it right now. She's got stuff to do before she wants to settle down. Man, where's the popcorn? I'm watching that film. <laughs> Mike Doty, what's the first thing you wanted to be when you grew up? Woman, woman. <laughs> Dave Foley, your house is on fire and you can save only one thing. What do you think caused that fire? <laughs> My collection of Flint and Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Doty. Mike Doty, who do you think you are anyway? Uh, I think I'm Abraham Lincoln. Dave Foley, what's your deal, man? <laughs> Indifference. Dave Foley, is the United States Canada's pants? <laughs> no. I see you more as a diaphragm keeping us from getting Mexico pregnant. <laughs> Okay, bonus super lightning round, only yes or no. Do you believe in the following? Ghosts. Yes. Yes. True love. No. Yes. Magic in a young girl's heart. No. Yes. Space aliens visiting Earth. Yes. No. Luck. No. No. God. <laughs> no. Kind of. And finally, a question for both of you. Imagine a bear gorilla ah. fighting a sharktopus in a swampy area. Who wins? The viewer. <laughs> John, I think America wins. Who wins? America. America Always. wins. Yeah. Right, right. Um, well, all right, thank you. That's, that is the Wits Lightning Round. How about another song from Mike Doty? West 
Anderson. Our team includes Rob Byers, Julia Schrenkler, Andy Cruz, Jen Deo, Jeff Kamen, and the staff of the Fitzgerald Theater. Wits is written by me and Allison Agusti, Lauren McGuire, Kevin Murphy, and Joseph Scrimshaw, who's one of our actors, along with Maggie Chestovich. Music director John Munson and the witnesses, Steve Rome, Joe Savage, Richard Medic, and J.D. Winterbauer. Musical guest, Mike Doty. And of course, Dave Foley. Which is developed by Tony Bowl and Peter Clowney and is a production of APM, American Public Media. Find us online at witsradio.org, on Twitter, at Wits. I'm John Moe. Bye now. <laughs>